What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. And a very good morning and welcome to the studio, our naturopath Mel. Good morning. Morning, Mike. How lovely is it today? Oh, this doesn't make you just feel good. Cool morning, warm day. Yeah, don't you love the cool morning? Nice people, nice people here at 98.5. Oh, you've been very, you've been very complimentary this morning. Hey, just on that, uh, did you get up early this morning? Experiencing the cold weather? Not did really, you? but I, I, I try and eat breakfast um, outside, like under my so patio. Yeah. Just that morning crisp air. It's, it's oh, a nice change. Beautiful. Um, speaking of, uh, we're going to talk about skin today and yes. acne. Yes. Um, and look, it's quite prevalent in my clinic at the moment, so I okay. thought I'd have a chat about that because um, there's always a combination of things we can do. So okay. um, not just sort of seeing a GP or dermatologist, but mm. also what can you do for gut health? You knew I would say that. I always yeah. talk about the gut, that gut relationship. Yeah, you go again. Um, you know, our gut health and our brain, gut health and our immune system, gut and our skin, um, digestion, our food. So... It's quite a distressing um, thing for people because mm. it's often on their face. People feel quite self-conscious. Um, and at the moment, things like masks or PPE can exacerbate that too. True. So I thought I'd just have a little bit mm-hmm. of a chat about okay. what I do from a naturopathic perspective and Love how it. that works in conjunction with um, other modes of um, therapy. Now, skin issues and acne, that can it's not uh, age... Um, related mm. is it like you often no. when you think about acne you often would think of obviously teenagers yes but it can affect anyone at any age right yes male or female yes right? and it is quite distressing when it happens um, to adults adult acne mm. um, and that could be during hormonal change you know during pregnancy or after pregnancy it can just suddenly occur for people in their 30s or um, you know 40 as well and it, it's alarming mm. Um and people are trying to cover it up too, and that can cause more issues because the skin needs to breathe. But at the same time, people are saying, hang on, I'm a professional, I need to go to work, and my skin's breaking out, and I, I feel awful. And um, we need to reject this um, old kind of view of it as being, you know, lack of hygiene or not cleaning the skin properly because. People are taking care of their skin and it still happens. And there's an ongoing debate about whether your nutrition, your diet affects that. And I believe that they do go hand in hand because we now know things like um, like fish oil and there are studies to back this up. Fish oil, the omega-3s, actually help reduce inflammation in the body and therefore by reducing that inflammation, it has a positive effect on acne and um, having a low glycemic index nutrition or diet there also helps the insulin spikes to be reduced, you know, giving that nice sort of even amount of energy, which also can help with acne. And the more that we're learning about this, for me, I just find it's great to have that validation that we, you know, we still look at things topically. Mm. Um I'm looking at if there's any sort of food intolerances, if there's hormonal issues there, the gut health, um, constipation, toxins being removed from the body, and then, you know, still doing the right thing, still seeing a dermatologist as needed, and then 
you know, some people might already be on medication. So as a naturopath, I say, okay, I'm going to support your gut health. I'm going to look at your probiotics. I'm going to make sure that you're not getting side effects from these medications. Yeah. Um, you know, you might be on long-term antibiotics already from um, a, a GP. And how do I protect your um, digestion and, you know, help the skin repair and recovery too. Mm. So there's a few okay. specific products and I'll chat about those. Sounds good. We'll take a break. Um, and I guess from your perspective, Mel, it's really getting to the, the cause, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it's easy to patch things. Yes. However, your, your motive is to what is actually causing mm. the skin issue. Our naturopath, Mel, is with me. We, we started talking about skin and acne. And good morning, Monique from Cardinia. Have you got a question for Mel today? I have, um, it's not um, acne, but my daughter's just been diagnosed with granular parakeratosis. Hang, yes. on, hang on a minute, can you just say that again? Can you speak English, please? Come on. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, great, granular parakeratosis, yes. That's quite a, um, a rare condition. Um, when, when was she diagnosed? Um, probably about three weeks ago. Okay, and how old is she? She's 14. Okay. Has, like, if you don't mind me asking, um, and you don't have to be too specific, um, did was that her GP or did she see a dermatologist or can you tell us a bit about that process? Yeah, so we were at the GP for about three weeks before I said, I think we need to, to go to a dermatologist. Um, I have to say I wasn't really happy with the dermatologist I saw, but it um, the diagnosis does seem to fit, okay. and we believe it was caused by sanitizer in the washing product I was using. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, so and we've stopped doing that. Yes. And um, th- there's um, always a link with, with what you're putting topically on your skin and and the cleaning products. So um, yeah. Yes. Keep going. Yeah. So it basically was from um, just below her chin right down to her waist and her whole body peeled Um, and around the neck it went quite dark Um, the skin went dark and then peeled and she she totally once we got the diagnosis we stopped using the product she totally peeled from from neck to to waist and we thought right we're 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 past it we're not using the product anymore and then um, over the weekend she just seems to start peeling again there's no redness, there's no itchiness, it's just dry skin coming off. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's quite interesting here because, you know, I haven't ever seen this in my clinic. It's a little bit out of my scope. Yeah. Um, but I'm always talking about the importance of what we put on our skin because we are absorbing it, um, you, you know, our skin is designed as this kind of barrier, this protection. It, it's protecting us. And at the moment, you know, a lot of people are getting dermatitis on their hands, probably the last two years, that the hand washing. And um, I tend to encourage people to go for the hand washing and making sure they're doing that correctly and perhaps avoiding the real alcohol-based hand sanitizers if they're getting those reactions and cracks through their skin Mm. and things like that. I know I'm going on a bit of a segue. Um, But we really do have to 
look at the connection, you know, what's going in the bath products for our tiny babies and, and our kids. and Detergent um, smell? Is yeah, that... yes, dripping um, sodium lauryl sulfate, which is like yeah. a foaming agent to get that nice sort of lather across the body. Mm. And that's stripping skin of its oils. And um, in this case, you know, it, it's been quite mm. severe. What else would you recommend for Monique? I mean, she's obviously identified... Um, Washing powder was or washing uh, detergent. Yes, some some products. But it could be it could be a range of different things. Yes, um, what I like to do when I when people have gone down the traditional testing path and and saying they're just not quite getting the answers, mm. um, and I spoke about this a, a few weeks ago. Hair tissue mineral analysis you is too. fantastic yeah. because it tells me about the body's nutrients, um, you know, calcium, iron, and also the, the toxic elements there, um, which can be putting other nutrients out of balance. And it is just a great tool for me saying, hang on, what's really going on in the body from a mineral perspective? Mm. And... I generally look at fish oils because of the anti-inflammatory properties and they're moisturizing for the skin. So people who have dry skin, omega-3 fatty acids, essential fatty acids, because Mm. they are essential for the body, uh, one of the first things I I prescribe at quite a high dose, and it's always a pure, um, you know, you can't skimp and buy the cheap fish oils. You need to get the quality which have the higher levels of DHA and EPA in them. But five signs of omega, you know, potential signs of omega-3 deficiency, skin irritation and dryness, um, you know, low mood, dry eyes, joint pain, stiffness, dry hair, um, because the omega-3 fatty acids improve the integrity of the skin barriers, um, preventing loss of moisture, protecting it from irritants, and that's for people with eczema as well, dermatitis, Mm, psoriasis, acne as well. Um, And... They play such an important role in our mental health, um, essential during pregnancy and um, kids' brain development too. Mm. So that's something I would look at alongside. It's good, Mel. Yes. Monique, really appreciate your call this morning from Cardinia with uh, Monique's 14-year-old daughter. Was yes. It? Yeah, 14-year-old yeah, daughter. Thanks, Monique. Uh, yeah, thanks, Monique. And I guess the hair analysis you mentioned can, be, can work alongside of the um, dermatologist as well. Yes. Mel. We'll take a break. We've been chatting about skin and uh, acne, and uh, surprising you often it often comes up, Mel. You often you've got this same like fish oil. Yes, it it seems to relate to a lot of different health issues. Yes, um, and I would have never thought skin. Like, yes, isn't that funny? absolutely, like, and it's still a big. Um, Oh, look, there will be vegetarian people listening or vegan people, and there are other ways of getting the omega-3s into your body. Um, Algal oil, so obviously that's from the ocean, but it is the plant source. Um, We need to be careful when you're just taking things like um, like flaxseed oil because you're not quite getting all the omega-3s. You're mm. getting other, you know, omega-6, omega-9, which are still beneficial for the skin, but particularly when it comes to the anti-inflammatory benefits and mental health um, benefits, I look specifically at omega-3 um, okay. and the breakdown there, the EPA and DHA. It's very important. And I've had um, Francesca's asked about what sort of brands I would recommend, mm. and we can't mention those. No. But you do get what you pay for. You need to look at the product. Where is it sourced? Uh, is it ethically sourced? Mm-hmm. 
and has it been tested? Is it approved under the TGA? Does it tell you? Um, is, there can be a graph on the side of a bottle, which there is on the better products, which shows the TGA allowable limits for heavy metals and what their product mm, contains. Okay. What else? What about, you mentioned, um, I mean, it's a whole range of things. What, yes. What, 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 what <laughs> yeah. yeah, other things you can do. Yes, so um, not surprisingly, zinc and vitamin C are very critical for skin integrity, for collagen production, for healing skin. Again, most of the skin conditions, um, psoriasis, dermatitis, healing, um, healing a scar, after surgery. I know you've mentioned this before. A couple of weeks ago, we had a question about someone had had an operation. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. And you surprising, vitamin C. Yes. Yeah. And you'll find it in skincare products to use topically. Um, that is questionable how much is being absorbed into the skin. Okay. And you need to pay quite a lot of money to get the really good um, vitamin C type products for skin topically. So you couldn't just paste it up and just plaster it over your face? Not really. It doesn't quite work like that. Okay. But I keep saying what you're putting into your body is the fuel, is the nourishment, mm. is what is, you know, the antioxidants that's going to heal the skin, that's protective for your skin. So zinc and vitamin C, um, definitely for acne, for um, healing and all of that mm. skin integrity. Mel, just on that, because you just mentioned about uh, Francesca who sent a text in yes. regarding brands which we can't recommend. Yes. Same principle with vitamin C. Yes. Based on price, quality, quantity, etc. like the goodness in yeah. either powder or tablet pa Powder form. is my preference because okay. of bioavailability. Yep. But also when you pay the premium price safe. Um, as a naturopath, I'm recommending practitioner-only products, which yep. can only be sold from a naturopath. Mm. The products have superior um, excipients or mi very minimal excipients. So that's you know a lack of fillers, the sort of cheaper stuff that's filling up the tablet. Um, my products don't do that. Um, they're gentle on the digestive system. And when you are paying for different forms, like I talk about magnesium, mm -hmm. um, the cheaper forms of magnesium are more likely to cause gastrointestinal side effects and Ew. a bit of diarrhea or <laughs> loose, uh, loose bowel. Charming. Um, Good morning if you're having morning tea. Yes. Whereas if you are... <laughs> Purchasing magnesium glycinate, um, citrate, good good forms, which may be a little more expensive. You're getting, you know, your body is absorbing it. Yep. It's not just coming out, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> Mel, we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, chat some more. There's a lot to discuss, Mel, with skin and, skin, and acne. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing, regardless of uh, age. We've got a question from, good morning, Jenny. From Currambine, um, Jenny says, I have very dry skin and hair. I am on uh, is it Warfarin. Yes, Warfarin. Can, I, can I still take omega-3s or is there a substitute? What's happening there? Mel? Okay, so Warfarin um, medication, which is like a type of um, anticoagulant blood thinner, has a lot of interactions. So it's always oh. a red flag for me to be very cautious. Okay. Um, so Jenny... Um, you would need to talk to your doctor or to a pharmacist and ask with your dosage and, um, you know, you need to get very specific advice there what you can take. Okay. Um, there is some general information saying that it is beneficial, but you've always got to check that with your dose because um, you need to be very careful. Okay. Yes. Just on that, putting aside the medication, yes. dry skin in here, is that is that 
do they often go hand in hand? Yes, definitely. That... Yeah. Um, with dry hair, we still need to ask ourselves, what are we actually doing to our hair? Are we dyeing it? <laughs> what products are we using? Is it in chlorine, um, straightening oh. frequently oh. or blow drying? Because that does impact our hair quality. Um, also, really hot showers. Not really? Good, not good for your skin. It's very drying, um, especially with... Um, psoriasis and for eczema. I've got to stop. I've got to stop dyeing my hair now, <laughs> and I've got to stop straightening. Is that what you're trying to tell me, Mum? Yes. Okay, and uh, just let it go natural, and just back off on the temperature. <laughs> but yeah, so a hot shower yeah. um, is well. People find it very soothing and relaxing at the time, but you know when you come out of the shower and your skin's actually still very hot and it's yeah. red, um, it, that's not good for your skin. At least finish off with a you know blast of the cold tap. Let the circulation come back into your skin. That's very beneficial. Um, but keep the shower. You know, in, enjoy life. Have have a yeah. nice warm shower. Oh, thanks, Mel. Just don't yeah. have it so hot that you're actually damaging the skin, and especially for little ones. Um, and the, again, with the bath and the bath products, be checking that as well. Yeah, and also um, products. Not that we mention it, but even. Even thinking about hair, like yes. what we what we're what washing we our hair with, mm-hmm. and how often does yes. that does that all make an impact as well? Yes, it can be stripping the hair and the skin. And remember that what's going down your drain is going into our waterways, mm. and that water is in our earth. Where are our food and vegetables growing? True. Got to think about the environmental impact about what we are using in the bathroom and kitchen. What's a what's a rough not an exact meal, but what's a rough guide? How how often is too often washing your hair and condition, do you think? Oh. What would be, I mean, I'm not, this is not an exact, but yes. as a guide. Like, Look, it, it depends. Some people have genetically um, more oily hair. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. might want to wash their hair daily, but you could still use a gentle shampoo daily and things oh, that are not overstripping your hair. Yep. Uh, I'm a fan of shampoo bars because of the lack of plastic. A shampoo bar is like looks like a soap bar, oh. so it comes without the plastic bottle. Often using oh. one shampoo bar saves something like 15 bottles, plastic bottles of shampoo. Is that right? Yes. And the technology is getting better and better so that you can get really um, good products. Mm. I went through a lot of shampoo bars to try and find one that was right for my hair because I've got very fine hair. Okay. And I didn't want anything that was going to be like you know, a soap that's either stripping it or making it too oily. Um, so if you mm, want to know what I okay. use, go to social media and have there a look we at go. What, um, <laughs> the brands. I might have to back off on blow drying my hair as well, I think. Probably probably doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'll take a break. We'll come back and chat some more. You're on 98.5. Good morning, Natalie from Maylands. You've got a question for Mel today? Oh, yes. Um, hi, Mel and Mike. Hi, Natalie. Um, I was just, hello. Um, I suffer quite badly from contact dermatitis and eczema, especially on my hands. And in this COVID world where Mm. hand washing and hand sanitizing is kind of essential, um, I'm finding that it's a lot worse and I'm really suffering. And I was just wondering if you have any suggestions for how I could ameliorate the problem and keep my hands clean. Natalie, you probably wouldn't be alone. Um, yes. You, you touched on it a little bit yeah, earlier. Yeah, look, I almost feel like if your hands haven't dried up in the last two years, have you been washing them or do you live in a very remote place? Um, so 
I look at good hand washing with a natural um, a natural soap that still does the job. That's important. So we still need to be mm. using a product that is going to be effective, but avoiding perfumes, toxins. Um, you know, you can smell it. E- even in the alcohol-based hand sanitizers, I will smell them. If they've got a perfume in, I won't use them because it's, you know, going oh, into my skin right. and I don't want that. And I'm yeah. very sensitive to perfumes. I also say look at the ingredients. Um, There are a lot of sort of um, SLS, the sodium lauryl sulfate type foaming agents because that's going to strip the skin further. Some people find that Castile soaps can be good. Um, There are some brands that I can't mention, which is a bit challenging. Find... Like look, look on the container. Does it say it's biodegradable? Does it say it's gentle on skin? Um, have a bit of a smell when you're purchasing it. You want to make sure that you know you you really don't want anything in there. And if there is a smell, just a slight sort of um, natural ingredient, like from an essential oil, there. Right. And so, so, so just not so no smell is what you're looking for P- pretty well because right. we don't want a an artificial okay. toxin because they'll be putting the cheapest possible perfume yep. fragrance into the hand mm. wash because it's just a hand wash. Mm. Um, okay. So be quite cautious at, at what's what ingredients are there. Um, use a simple hand moisturiser after. I use very clean products and even making them up myself like um, perhaps um, when you're at home you can use a little bit of coconut oil, um, just a drop or rosehip oil. Um, That's a nice one for healing the skin, backs of your hands, olive oil while you're in the kitchen, (laughs) just a drop there to keep the skin moisturised with all this extra hand washing. Mm. There we go. Natalie, thank you very much for your call. You're in the running to be crowned a weekday's winner. How would the coconut oil go in my hair? Would that, would that be too much? Oh, right? a lot of people use it in their hair, Good. yes. What, wash your hair with coconut oil? No. So people just tend to put it on the scalp if it's very dry and itchy. And I'm mm. talking very small amounts. You know, you're, you're really using a okay. tiny amount. Um, for newborn babies, um, again, like the cradle cap, uh, very sensitive skin, just a tiny bit of coconut oil can kind of clean that the flakiness off and... Oh, yeah. and be nourishing and moisturising, mm-hmm. but you can add a little bit of that oil, sweet almond oil, um, to your regular moisturiser just to give mm. some extra nutrients there. Mel, we are out of time. We was gonna, I was keen to talk to you about nutrition. Yes, because it's so important. <laughs> we, we actually are out of time, but might have to continue on in a fortnight because I'm keen to maybe we could talk about this a bit more uh, next fortnight. Yes, Skin, absolutely. Skin, popular topic, and they'll be keen to unpack a bit more about the diet as well. Yes. So thank you for coming in. Really appreciate your time. Always a pleasure. And we'll catch up in a fortnight. You are on 98.5, and this is Weekdays with Mike. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia, or visit the website 98five.com.